0: He cool baby okay hey bitch come here got your motherfucking man come here mr pretty tony i mean you know the rules of the game i mean your bitch just chose me now we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit
1: fuck being on some chill shit we go zero to 100 nigga real quick
0: hey yo yo what's good y'all um Happy holidays and shit. Um,
1: we're back. We're episode 85. I'm suave at Sincerely Suave. Kel's at KMGZ. And yeah, we are back. And, uh, our last show before the holidays. Uh, hope everybody's is going well. Mine's is going swimmingly. Uh, especially today. Um, so let's get started. You got, a, um, are yours in Negra too?
0: Yeah, excuse me. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how many times I've given it out to him. I don't think I've given it to him any times, but I should have. But mine's going out to DJ Khaled, um, really for the year. This dude has had a crazy year, um, just building himself up and is building his brand up and getting to the money. Um, He just had his son, so congrats on that. Um, His son is adorable. Um,
1: So, yeah, that's my name. Mine's going out to Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, my God. Fantastic fucking movie, fantastic addition to the Star Wars series, fan-fucking-tastic. I saw it for the second time today in IMAX 3D, and it was even better, and I really don't do 3D, because most movies, you don't, just don't need 3D, it'd be like two things, and an IMAX I haven't seen in a minute, like, I can't remember, I think it might have been Terminator, the last movie I saw and IMAX, the two of them together, when it first started, I thought it was going to be too much, because it was like a lot of shit flying out the screen, and y'all know how big IMAX screens are, and that should be like right in your face, like the credits and shit was like flying, it was a little bit much, and I was like, I don't know about this, but, outstanding man, it was great, it was so good, that's such a good movie, if you have not seen especially if y'all Star Wars folks man, if y'all not seen Rogue One, it's, it's, so it's the movie immediately preceding the original Star Wars, and the end of Rogue One goes right up to the beginning of the original Star Wars, and it's so awesome, and there's the last scene in that movie with Lord Vader, oh my god, like, that's the scene of the year, that shit had you out your seat, my nigga, that shit is, woo. excellent movie, uh, pertinent to our time, relevant to our time, excellent addition to the Star Wars series, um everybody go see it, I mean, I feel like everybody went and saw it already, and made like all the money, but I've seen it twice already, it's an excellent movie alright, um okay, so okay. let's move on to current events, what we got
0: alright, um we have The Attack in Berlin, Tupac in the Hall of Fame, and the Russian ambassador being killed.
1: Yeah, so we ain't got a lot of shit this week.
0: Um, I guess we can talk about the Delta thing today
1: if you want. Um, yeah, I haven't sorted that out yet. I'm not really. Sh- yeah, we can. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Um, because I haven't gotten a full story on that yet. Um, exactly what it was, and I think it's in flux. Last
0: update I I read, they confirmed that it was um a prank, and then we saw they were being disrespectful on purpose yelling and shit,
1: so. That's what I thought, and that's why I don't like to jump out the window immediately on Twitter, because I saw that, and um, even when I first saw it, like, not Delta's had incidents over the year, and they've handled things wrong, but, like, when I saw that, I was like, I don't know, is it more to this story, because that seems a little, not saying that I didn't believe it, and I didn't think Delta would do it, but, you know, I'm not a jump out the window nigga, and when I saw that shit, I was just like, I have questions, you know, that's basically what it was, I was like, is that really what y'all were doing, what did y'all say in Arabic, because, you know, as usual, you have people on Twitter jumping out the window, oh, just, co-. listen, 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 if you guys are on a plane, and you hear somebody yelling in Arabic, or speaking in Arabic, and it does not alarm you, and you wanna sit there and be super not racist, God bless you, but, I be super woke on the plane, and I don't give a fuck if you speak in Arabic, Israeli, Jerusalem, whatever the language is. I be woke as fuck on the plane, and if you are ever on a plane and you hear somebody yelling or speaking in a uh, aggressive way in Arabic or any language, you should be alarmed. And if you just sit there doing your PC thing, and oh, I'm more scared of white people. Yeah, that's nice in the tweets you might wake up dead, so people was doing a lot of that shit on Twitter, and I just was like, whatever, if I'm on a plane, and I hear somebody speaking in Arabic, I might pay attention, I'm not gonna jump up and be like, please, I'm making me uncomfortable, kick them off the plane, I'm not gonna do no shit like that, because it doesn't warrant that at that point, but I might start paying attention, and 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 just trying to figure out what's going on, so that's just me on the plane, so a lot of the shit y'all doing on Twitter, God bless y'all, but um, y'all sound a fool um, because 9-11 occurred and I was not a little kid sitting in school when it happened. I was a grown-ass adult in the military, stationed in the National Security Agency. I know a lot more about what going on, went on that day than a lot of y'all. And if y'all fucking sit there and, and, and think y'all gonna win fucking Citizen of the Year award by not re- reacting to strange shit on the plane, hey, have at it, but it won't be me.
0: Yeah, I agree i didn't have any comments on it either because i was just like man look this you need to understand the full picture of this and what this was have what what happened here today and um what was i about to say uh oh another thing um the conversation definitely needs to happen like delta needs to say something regarding discrimination however as you always say every hill ain't one to die on and that was not it and um I think they did exactly what they should have done in that scenario, and I don't really know what else y'all want. I mean, y'all don't want to die on the plane, but y'all don't want people to be um, on their toes and P's and Q's either. So I really don't know what y'all expect, um, but that's that. Yo, somebody, can I told you I do the Uber shit now? Somebody got in my car last night, and they were um, talking about, you know, the plane or whatever and where they were going, and asked me about a Razor. And I was—I had to stop myself, and I was like, "Nigga, you being racist?" But maybe you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shit, do I need to call?" Yeah. Tripping, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know what y'all want. Like y'all yeah. wanna be safe? Oh.
1: I, I don't think that's—I mean, they were like, "Oh, it's only racist because he was speaking in Arabic." No, no, no. no. <laughs> because if you on a plane. And you know I mean, the people who pulled nine eleven were Arabs, so it's not a matter of that they're speaking It's a matter of you're on the plane. We said this before though we had a whole we had a whole thing on this of stop acting like fucking foot the airplane. It's not the place to act like a fucking fool, it's not the place to be exercising your rights, it's not the place, it's, it's not a game, we trying to get where we trying to go, we had 9-11, we had these different incidents, ain't nobody trying to die in no fucking airplane, and yeah, we all on edge, and are we, is some of it a little irrational, or some of us maybe doing the most, maybe, but, nigga, on, on September 10th, 2001 ain't nobody know that you could ever hijack planes and did what they did, they did, the shit has changed now, so I, I say this all the time, I fly all the time, and I see people acting a fool on the plane, it's not the place, it's not the place, don't be pulling no pranks on the plane, and you know, the last story I read was that one of the passengers tipped the the flight attendants that these guys pull pranks, and that's why they got pulled off the prank, And listen, that's a perfectly legitimate reason to pull a, people. We ain't got time for us to get in the air and you to be playing games and doing whatever the fuck you do on the plane. Like this shit is a game. It's not a fucking game. I just was suspicious of it. I was suspicious of it when he was pulled off the plane. Oh, I just spoke Arabic. I'm like, uh, I, you know, and and again, not putting nothing past Delta because Delta done did some shady shit. They didn't believe the black ladies were doctor. Like Delta has some issues. you all probably need to train your employees, but. You know, y'all, I don't know what world y'all live in. I don't know what experience y'all got, but anytime I'm on a plane and anybody is doing anything remotely suspicious, I'm awake. And if to tell me that I'm racist because I'm paying attention to somebody that's speaking in Arabic on the phone, okay, I'll be that then. I'll be racist and alive. Y'all can be not racist and dead. Won't be me.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I was suspicious initially, uh, Lord forgive me, but as
1: soon as I saw this nigga's hair, I was just like, Man, what is that like? <laughs> Right, I mean, I it looked like a stunt, way, right? I was, I was like, it seemed very stuntish, and the way he was like, is this on Twitter? It's on Twitter right now, right? Everybody tweet this, everybody repost this. I just feel like when a situation like that is occurring, that's not your first concern. You know what I'm saying? It, it just is. seemed very stuntish to me. That's why I was like, mm, let me see what this and is. And immediately everyone pulled up, you
0: know, you're, you're a well-known you're type of shit, like, immediately this is gonna come up, and it did, and I was just like, first of all, like, who thinks that this shit is a good idea, like, Mm. y'all need to leave that bullshit for the train, you need to keep it off of there, too, but, Mm. I mean, if you just gotta do it, do it on the train, but y'all need to stop doing this bullshit in fucking public transportation,
1: Um, on a federal, air, on an airline that is, that is governed by federal law, that's where you need to stop, not be doing it.
0: Right, yeah, I mean, and y'all need to understand, y'all need, all these people are fucking federal employees. Right. MTA workers, all these motherfuckers, and you cannot, you can't be doing this bullshit, but y'all not gonna learn until y'all send y'all ass up in jail trying to explain to somebody that you were just joking. Right. In 2016.
1: Right, about being on a plane speaking Arabic. So, and these niggas, was in, I wasn't, listen, I was in a Rogue One, mine, I, t- I tweeted my shit and then I was in Rogue One watching the movie minding my business, I came out, I had like 40 plus mentions, and niggas calling me a big kid and you exposing yourself, nigga, I'm not exposing shit, I can say exactly what I mean on the tweets, I don't know what the fuck I'm, you and exposing this
0: is, this, is, this is why I didn't tweet um, I don't have time today, I don't argue with y'all in the first bucket place but damn sure
1: I did not care, I was like, whatever, I didn't say, I didn't say anything controversial, and I'll say it again, y'all want to sit on the plane, what nigga, talking about, if a nigga, if somebody stood up and counted backwards in Arabic, I'm not gonna be okay, you gonna be blowed the fuck you're up then, be good and dead. right, <laughs> right, Cause if anybody stand up on the plane and start counting off, start yelling, start acting erratic, I'm like, hey, oh, hey, what's what's going on? I, I, get, I get aisle seats on the plane. I only get aisle seats because I want to be able to jump up and go if we need to go. I don't fuck around on planes. So, y'all gonna PC yourself right to the bottom of the ocean with that plane that they ain't found yet. Y'all y'all be tweeting facade. Y'all be doing too much. You know, yo, I understand. Just,
0: just a couple weeks ago, two weeks, whenever I went back to Amsterdam, I think two weeks ago, yo, we got on a plane and you know, it's cold, so I'm with my girl and shit, and she went to grab, like, a blanket that appeared to be vacant or whatever, and so the dude got up, and I, I think he was resting, I don't know, but I think he was resting. Anyway, he gets up, and he snatched the blanket out of her hand, so I'm behind him, like, yo, what the fuck? And, um, he was like, oh, that that's mine, I'm gonna use it. So, you know, I'm like, all right, you know. You ain't have to snatch scared. the shit,
1: though, homie.
0: Yeah, so it's a couple of things, so I'm sitting here, and I'm seething. And so our homegirl was with us, too. She looked at me, she was like, yo, you good? And I'm like, nah, man, like, the fuck? That shit was unnecessary, but I can't act up right now. And um, so I'm going to just sit here like this and, like, figure this shit out. And he better use that motherfucking blanket. And he used that blanket, <laughs> like, halfway through, and I calmed down. And I was like, all right, man,
1: fine. <laughs> but wait a minute. You don't, own, but that's actually not correct. It ain't. Was it in his seat? Because it's only your blanket if it's in your seat. If it's overhead, it's in for whoever yeah, no, 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 get no.
0: it. No. What happens is, you know, when you go on international, they give everybody a blanket. You know, right. Fellow. Right. So it, he had put his in his.
1: Oh books. okay.
0: So it, I mean, technically, it was his blanket. Okay. Like you put it up
1: there, shit. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm about to say ain't no, ain't no signed yeah, blankets. That's not
0: shit. though. And I was ready to act up, and I was plotting every possible way I could.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, that's all, I, I, when I went in the theater, that's the last thing that somebody had tweeted, because they were like, it's a hoax, and I didn't understand, I was like, what do you mean it's a hoax, did they not put them, I didn't understand what they meant by hoax, I'm like, did they, did they put, did they, did they, or did they not put them off the plane, like, what about it was a hoax, I didn't get it, and, um, then I saw, you know, that's when I saw people jumping out the window, well, it's still racist, because they respond to him speaking Arabic, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, if somebody's stand up speaking English, that doesn't look whatever. I made my point. Y'all niggas want to be super liberal. Hey, do it. But, um, I mean, fuck that though. Because if a nigga speak English and get up,
0: shout, and count it Exactly. you gotta get off the plane too much. Exactly.
1: (laughs) That's, it's not the place, but just to say that a person is being raped, I mean the, the story was he was speaking on the phone in Arabic, but that, that's when the employee is supposed to come by and ascertain what went on, okay, he's just talking to his mother on the phone, but people was trying to make it like, just because somebody's a, if you on a plane, and somebody just starts speaking Arabic, and, and you get concerned, that makes you a racist, and I'm like, okay alright, sure, whatever good luck if somebody was counting down in English, I'd be nervous too. Okay, but this one, you know, the example we're working on right now is Arabic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Listen, y'all niggas do what y'all want to do, but, you know, again, I wasn't some 8, nine, ten year old in school or 9-11. I was a grown adult serving in the military on 9-11 and that shit was not a game, and that shit was real and people are on edge from that shit and remember exactly what happened that day and you might have been a little kid and don't really recall, and now you're doing the most so, you know, whatever I was whatever. a
0: kid, and let me tell you what I want what I don't want to be, is dead and on a plane because I was being stupid
1: yeah, exactly so the assassination in Turkey I don't know, I do really got nothing to say about that other than I think that um, that could possibly have been, the whole thing could have been arranged by Russia, because Russia again, they want to reunite the Soviet Union, that's been the number one uh, goal, they want to aggress on all these other countries, and bring them shits back under the fold and this is just the kind of shit they need oh, they assass- ISIS assassinated one of our ambassadors we're at war, and that's just the excuse they need to, um, you know attack the other countries, and bring them shits back under their control, back under the Soviet Union, like they wanted to wanted to do since the wall fell in the first place. So you know, Russians are sneaky. I don't trust them. Um they 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 intervened on behalf of uh Trump for a reason because they know Trump's an idiot and can be man- manipulated and doesn't know anything about world events, world affairs and it's easily suggest you know, basically he could be their puppet. So, you know, these are very dangerous times we're entering and, you know, this racist shit and all this all this shit that everybody's worrying about is, like, is like the least of it. Like, this is a very dangerous time we're entering. Like, you know, we might start a war with this clown dude. So, you know, that's all I gotta say about that. It's just all bad.
0: Um, yeah, I don't have nothing to say about it either, really. Uh, I was pretty much looking to you for your expertise on this shit, but, uh, um,
1: didn't I just... It. Yeah, I, you know, I just keep telling people, like, I'm, I have a, I have a foreboding feeling in the pit of my stomach, I'm just very uneasy, because I just, you know, the racist thing, and the neo-Nazi thing, and the Mexicans, and the build-a-wall, that's, doesn't really concern me, because I don't think any of that has, is gonna happen, but, I think there's a very real threat, that, uh, this clown could enter us into a real war a World War Three type war and could possibly kill us all, because, you know... I mean,
0: that's what seemed to me, to my untrained, unknowing um, mind. It seemed like something to instigate, really, because, I mean, it didn't seem... Like, I don't really know what it was saying other
1: than, I mean, you know... Just fuck with you. Not even, like, two seconds after it happened, the Russian statement was, oh, this is a... You know, People, veterans of the Cold War, people who know, who remember the Cold War from the 60s, from the, you know, before the wall fell in the late 80s, early 90s, this is like textbook Russian 101. This is like what they did. Problem is, you have a lot of people in the office now who don't remember that, who don't know anything about that, who are arrogant and think, you know, the way, and listen, you know, I like Obama, but the way Obama got up there and, you know, kind of tried to drag the Russians, I, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? I don't know if you want to beat your chest at the Russians. I don't know if you want to uh, take shots at the Russians when they just affected your election and basically uh, elected a president that they can toy with like a puppet. I don't know if you should stand on TV as the president of the United States and, you know, try to sun them because they kind of just sunned us immensely, enormously in a way that we don't even understand yet. So, you know, I don't know about that. And I don't know about uh, you know, challenging the Russians. Like I don't know about that because unlike us, them niggas don't follow rules. The niggas not bound by the shit we bound by. So, you know, you don't wanna talk shit to the nigga that don't that ain't afraid of going to jail. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna talk right. to, you don't wanna talk shit to the nigga that ain't that don't don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, don't, you
0: don't squirt with them person that ain't got shit to do
1: Right. So you know, I don't know about that. I think we underestimating them quite a bit. I think we have underestimated them quite a bit. I think the fact that they uh did what they did and the affected our election the way they did, uh, is an illustration of how much we've underestimated them. Um and we don't seem to have learned the lesson and we don't seem to have and we don't seem like we're gonna do anything about it. And you know I I, I just you know, all this optimism and uh attitudes that a lot of people have I just I don't see it I I, I think people are um I don't know what to say about people I think people have not been paying attention I think we've been getting hit over the head every time we turn around and people are just not learning a lesson they're not paying attention and they're just moving like everything is normal and I don't think everything is normal and um we just going to have to see, but, you know, the, again, this, this racial shit and all this shit that everybody over here clucking about, that not going to be nothing if this motherfucker, you know, gets us into World War III, like, that's going to be, that's going to be small time as fuck, so, and that's what I fear. Like, I fear this motherfucker knows so little about international affairs and cares so little to learn, and he got all these Tea Party nut, wing nut motherfuckers in there that's just, like, you know, so, I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Um, what else?
0: Um, I guess along those same lines, we have the attack in, uh,
1: yeah, so that one is still up in the air, too, because I think they've decided that that's ISIS, but like we said about ISIS, like, is anything ever really ISIS, you know what I mean, Cause no, or everything's ISIS, because, you know, the motherfuckers scour the ghouls and look for shit, oh yeah, yeah, that's us, we did that, yep, that's ours, mm-hmm. how many people, 30? yep, 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 that's us, you know, so you never can really tell, like, it could have just been some random and the it, you know. So, but last I heard, last news I heard of that was the dude that they arrested that they said was the driver, they let him go. They don't think he's the driver. They're looking for some Tunisian dude now who they think might have kidnapped. I didn't get, I shouldn't have read the full story, but I didn't get the gist of why they think that this other driver guy wasn't involved, but I think the gist of it was like they think that he was, uh, forced to do it, or kidnapped, or some something they had over him to make him drive, or that for, I don't know, but last I read, they let him go for insufficient evidence, and they're looking for some, this Tunisian dude who's, uh, faces on the news now, and, um, the thing about it is, you know, Europe is, Europe is, you know, they have their, their, you know, different countries on each other, and their borders, they have issues, and we've been relatively, uh, sequestered from that, but I think with, again, with this clown coming in, what's happening in Europe could start happening here because you're not gonna have the expertise that we have now, you're not gonna have security we have now, you're not gonna have competent people who know what they're doing in place now, and, you know, shit could go to shit really quickly, and we know how bad it was under Bush when motherfuckers were incompetent, this is way worse than that. So, You know, we got a long... We've fallen very far, but we could fall further. <laughs> long, Still have... We don't
0: need to fall no further. Still have
1: distance we could fall, so... You know, stay woke out here, because it's about to get real. Um... <clears throat> is that it?
0: Our uh, last thing is the Tupac and the
1: whole thing. <sighs> Bruh. Now, listen. I'm...
0: I want, to, I want to hear how you
1: feel about it. I don't think Tupac belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think Janet Jackson belongs in the Hall of Fame for sure. I don't think Tupac belongs in the Hall of Fame. Not because I don't like Tupac. Not could. What has Tupac really? Was he even alive well, how long? Does
0: it work? like, do they just pick three people or do they have? Like no, nah, the you have
1: three? to be. You have to be. I think it's like twenty, twenty-five years. You have to be in the business. I think it's twenty-five. And then, like, you have to have, you know... I don't know exact criteria other than 25 years, but, you know, um, typically it's people who've been in the business and have been relevant a long time, have a lot of, you know, big acts. People that have been relevant or, you know, had hits for 25 or so years, right? I don't think Tupac fits that bill. Like, I don't even think Tupac was the best rapper out when he was out. Um, I don't think his legacy has lasted as long, long enough to be in I mean, in the Hall of Fame, I mean I don't know, y'all tell me, I know I mean Tupac is known for his charisma he's definitely known in the rap world but like Hall of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like he don't even have, do we have a classic album? Uh,
0: All Eyes on Me.
1: Okay, one that gets you in the Hall of Fame?
0: I don't know. I don't know how this shit
1: works. I mean, truthfully, it don't bother me none. I guess... So, Tupac's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Janet Jackson ain't? I was a
0: little thrown off, but Tupac, you would consider Janet a
1: rock star? It ain't. It's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It ain't rock music. I mean, all kind of people's in it. They got all. They got country acts. They got rock acts. They got R&B acts. They got rap acts. I mean, mean like, a rock star in terms of,
0: like,
1: just... Janet Jackson belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yes. She's a legend. Uh she has very many classic albums, she has uh, done a lot for the, she changed the culture, she set the, uh, tone for the culture all these little R&B girls that came after are all trying to pattern themselves off of Janet, yes, Janet Jackson belongs in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Tupac I don't know, Jay-Z belongs in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he's eligible
0: well you know they, they get People like the
1: sense of urgency when they're dead and shit, so... But but I don't even think he was alive, that's my point, that's probably I don't even think he was alive long enough, I don't think his body of work is sufficient enough to warrant Hall of Fame. Not then, and definitely not now. All these years later, like, we on Twitter all day about how Tupac's work really did, it was really his charisma and his personality, but his, his body of work doesn't really ha- hold up. Uh Biggie was a better rapper, like, we even now, like...
0: I guess, but maybe it's just like the mere fact that us
1: having that conversation 20 years later though that like he's not so that bad. he's overrated <laughs> that, that that warrants you art. going into the hall of fame but plenty of
0: people
1: that don't think that he is i don't think tupac is hall of fame material i'm just gonna say that and that's not no shade on on tupac i'm not trying to diminish him in any way uh, tupac is a recognizable name anywhere in the world you go people know tupac but i mean i think snoop got a better claim to the Hall of Fame than Tupac does. Tupac and Snoop is kind of the same thing. Anywhere you go, claim of fame. Everybody knows Snoop. Snoop changed the game. Snoop won I You know, Snoop's still relevant. I just... Hall of Fame?
0: Well, maybe that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Maybe it's not, like, an urgent thing. They're all You know, it's always a thing when people are dead. That's why we be getting cussed out on Twitter for saying anything about Aaliyah. Like, God rest her soul.
1: But... I mean, Aaliyah being in the Hall of Fame, to me, is the same thing as Tupac being in the Hall of Fame. Equally ridiculous.
0: No, those
1: are different. Right, to me it's, it's the same things. thing. To me it's the same thing. I feel like Tupac was as relevant as Aaliyah was. A little slightly more. Tupac was slightly more, but both of them were so below Hall of Fame status to me that him being slightly Tupac more
0: still comes up like when, when Tupac still comes up in this rapper conversation. Anybody I mean, he up comes
1: up, but he community. comes up as not being it. <laughs> like he comes I mean up.
0: still like the I'm but I'm saying like the fact that he does come up, like that's kinda where it's under that same notion.
1: That's I don't amazing. think that cup qualifies you a Hall of Fame. I think a Hall of Fame somebody is somebody who has been in the business for at least twenty five years, who is relevant, who has changed the culture, who has classic albums, who has periods where you can be like, oh, this album prior to this album, a Prince, a Michael Jackson, a Janet Jackson. But Tupac was a personality. He was a a career. I'm not taking it away from him, but Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know about all of that. That's oh, all I like I'm it. saying.
0: I don't know, I think that that's the argument it's like, well, we're still talking about it his music is still relevant 20 years later so
1: and okay. I definitely don't think he should be in there I definitely don't think he should be in there over no Janet Jackson no way in the world um Janet Jackson should, no way in the. It's, come on Janet Jackson has periods, she has albums, she has classic albums, she has decades, she has, oh, this period, that period, oh, when she went here, Tupac don't have that, um, yeah, so, uh, long story short, disagree, no shade to Tupac, I just don't, Hall of Fame, I think is a bit much, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I know they let all kind of people in Hall of Fame, I get it, I just, I just don't. Maybe if you had let Tupac and Janet in, I'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. Tupac got in there, but to let Tupac in and not Janet as it so Tupac is in a no, mu- no. Nah. <laughs> nah. You want to tell me Tupac had a bigger influence on pop culture and music than Janet fucking Jackson? But that's what I mean though.
0: Like, was she in the running, or how
1: does it work? Yeah, she was in the running. She didn't make it. Her Shaka Khan, um. And a few other people who should have made it didn't make it, but Tupac made it. Okay, that's like if Jordan don't hey, go.
0: What? I don't see Shaka like rock star.
1: It ain't about rock. It's a, it's the Music Hall of Fame.
0: Shaka Khan belongs in the.
1: Nah, Shaka Khan belongs.
0: Money type
1: It ain't that. It's it's who has had a career, who are legends, who's had a career, who are worthy enough to be entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Shaka Khan definitely has, Janet Jackson definitely has, you want to say Tupac has I don't think so, but if you want to make the argument, fine but you ain't going to make the argument that Tupac has over Shaka Khan and Janet Jackson, no sorry, that's like arguing that LeBron should be in the Hall of Fame, but Michael Jordan shouldn't no. Like, LeBron at some point will be Hall of Famer, sure. So will Steph Curry, so will all of them dudes. But you gonna put them in and not put in Michael Jordan? It's kind of the same thing. No. Um. I, I I don't agree with that at all. Um. What else we got? Um, that's it. Alright, so... Moving on to, uh, shit we watch. Um, what's the shit we watch? We watch Real Housewives Valana and what else do we love in hip-hop? And what else do we watch?
0: I think that's it, that's all right now. Hey, did you,
1: did you watch, did you ever catch Mariah's show?
0: I've been trying to watch it, but my internet's been fucked up on the fire stick, and on the, for whatever reason, it won't come up on On Demand.
1: It's a good show. It's on each it's on e it's a good show. Um, I like Mariah. <laughs> it's 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 so good. It's an outstanding show. Um so somebody hit me on the Twitter and asked me to comment on a issue that they were having on the second episode of the show. So Mariah has this manager that is kinda of stirring things up that kinda of people don't really like. So I guess a lot of a couple of people have been fired and off the tour. And, you know, Mariah is, I mean, it's good. It's, it's a good show because, you know, Mariah is Mariah Carey. She's very rich, very classic, huge tour, and she's very conscious about money and, like, not being fined and not because she's paying everything. And so it's a good look at the music business from that angle to see somebody that level who makes that kind of money, who's, like, that big of an act but still worried about cost. When you know, like okay. you got you got acts that are like nowhere near Mariah Carey level, and you know act the fool, you know it's, it's a good it's a good balance to see that to see. Look, this is this fucking huge star. Been in this business going on thirty years. Has all these classic albums. Have the best catalog in pop music. Is a huge star, and she you know still like running her shit. Like, look, I'm not paying no fucking fines. To get there on time. That shit costs extra. We not doing it you know what I'm saying it's like it's it's good from that angle but one of the things they wanted to do was cause they wanted to save money so they were trying to um they wanted to like merge people on the buses so one thing so Mariah one of her backup singers that she's been having a ba- as a backup singer for like 10-15 years they're really good friends her Mariah has her kids on the tour and this girl has her kids on the tour and the lady was very thankful. She was like, "Listen, you know, usually when you go on tour, you gotta leave your kids. So for Mariah to let me have our kids on the tour, I'm very grateful. Like it's, you know, I get to tour with my kids, and it's good. But her manager, Stella, as part of like trying to save money, like, okay, we gonna have these. Let's gonna put the. She wanted to put the kids. These are like Mariah's kids are like five, I think, and the other girls' kids are like five, six, little little kids. Wanted to put them on the bus with the dancers, like the male grown dancers, right, on the same tour bus." to save money, so of course the dancers was like, this is some bullshit they like, we on tour, we trying to relax, we out here working hard, we doing all these rehearsals, the only time we ever have to lay back and relax is on the bus and I ain't got time for somebody to be talking about can y'all quiet down because the kids is trying to sleep fuck them kids, you know what I mean, that's basically he ain't say that, but that's basically what he was saying, right so right. it's this big controversy because it was the the um lead dancer who's also um Mariah's creative director black dude and Stella, who's her manager, bumping Heads. And then the background singer, who just jumped out the window with it, he coming after my kids, fuck him, I thought I could trust him. I didn't think the background dancer was wrong. I didn't think the dancers were wrong. How you going these are grown men. We on tour, we doing our thing on tour. We don't wanna be on no bus with no five-year-old kids. Like, what is this? Like, you wanna have your kids on tour, fine. You have your kids on tour on the bus with you. Not on our bus, right? So Mariah doesn't, you know... She's very low-key. She's like, man, I don't want to get... Mariah actually said, she was like, well, personally, I would not have put the kids on the bus. I don't think... But she but she didn't want to get in the middle. You know what I mean? She's like, look, that's my manager. She does her thing. And this is, you know, I feel like they should be able to work this out without involving me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got shit to do because I'm Mariah Carey, right? So she's trying not to get in, in between it. She's trying to play peacemaker. So... Anyway, my opinion on that was, and I agree with the dancers. I don't think that was right. I don't. I mean, I don't know no grown ass men on tour who want who want to be on the bus with a bunch of kids. So you know, I I not think that. But
0: like, who wants to put their kids on that bus where you can't
1: like? Well, no, she was she was no she was on the bus with the kids. So it was her and her kids on the bus with the uh, dancers. So they was in the front of the bus, the dancers in the back of the bus. So she no, it wasn't just the kids on the bus. It was her there, but. They were just, you know, the point is, like, we grown, we on tour, we dances, we might want to, whatever, you know, you know what goes on on tour, whatever the fuck. We ain't trying to no five-year-old fucking kids on a bus, like, they were like, yeah, we come by, and we back there, you know, laughing, joking or whatever, and you got her peeping around the curtain talking about, shh, can y'all quiet down because the kids are asleep. What? <laughs> no, we cannot, you know what I mean? Like, fuck out of here so yeah, I my opinion on that is I didn't, so I forgot how it got sorted out I think it got sorted out that the kids got off the bus but um you know, I didn't think that was right, but it's a good show because Mariah's actually the most low-key, for her to be the diva she's the low-key out of all of them like, in her confessional, she was like, look you know, I understand the issue, she was like, but I just can't be, like, the last thing I want to do is just to be arguing constantly about nothing. She was like, I just can't do it, like, I just want them to figure it out, and leave me alone with it, because I have all this other shit to do. So, it's a good show, though, it's a really good show, it's, so this week's show, they, um, Stella again, the manager, so there's an hour, they had to go from London to Luxembourg, there's an hour time difference, for some reason, they didn't realize it was an hour time difference. So, Mariah was actually an hour late for the show. She's supposed to be on stage at 8, but because they're an hour ahead, it was 9 o'clock. So, they thinking they're on time. They're actually an hour late. So, they're still on the plane, and she was supposed to have been on the stage 15 minutes ago. So, I don't I don't know how, like, you tour all over the world, and you ain't know it was a time difference or whatever. So, um, but when she got there, she was like, Ugh. She's like, it's you know, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter what. They're, it's going to be my fault. They're always going to blame me. So, you know, nobody's going to hear about the time difference or whatever. She was like, so all I could do is I, I hope when I get on stage that you know they'll just forgive me. She was like, because if not, then you got to spend a whole show trying to get them you know back. So when they get to the show, people are booing. And personally, I mean, an hour. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, you would like to act to be on time, but I mean, an hour late. That's you know and, you. And yeah, that's like not. I mean cuz you go to shows people be 15. That's 50, That's what I was saying. That's not that long. Like, you know, I think a Rihanna show started on time, but I mean if they like 20, 30 minutes late, you kind of expect that. Like you don't expect so an hour. I didn't think that, you know, by the time an hour, by the time you go to the bathroom, you get a drink, you come back, it's an hour. Like that's not like Lauren Hill be having niggas waiting 3 and 4 hours. You know, that's crazy. Like I didn't think an hour was that much. And I was like, don't they have an opening act or whatever? But anyway, by the time she got there, the people was a little restless, and they was booing and shit, but she came out, and she was like, I'm Luxembourg, I'm so sorry, we didn't know about the time difference, we thought it was eight, and it's nine, and I'm so sorry, do you forgive me, and you know, please, I just hope, you know, we're gonna have a good show, and I'm gonna get show for you, so can you please just shake it off and give me, and of course they did, and the show went on, and you know, as usual, but it's a, it's a really good show, it's like, I like Mariah, She. Mariah is how I probably would act if I had the kind of money that Mariah has. Like, just like, please can you just fix it because I have to get out here and sing and rehearse and do all this other shit and watch these kids, and I don't got time for y'all in this argument about these kids on the tour bus. Can y'all please fix it? You know? And, um, and then I guess so this week, um, so Mariah's one of her, um, makeup artists, I guess, left the tour because she was bumping heads with Stella and Mariah asked her back. And, um, you know, the makeup artist came back, and she, you know, makeup artist was no, you know, no, um, nonsense, and she was like, look, I, I work for you, I don't have a problem with you, but Stella be doing the most, and she thinks that she runs this show, and she, you know, and them two was bumping heads, and Mariah was like, look, we're all alpha females on this bus, we're all alpha females, we're all bump heads, but like, um, I just need y'all to work it out, so the, the makeup artist was like, it's no problem, like, I'm back, I work for you, I always work for you, because I guess, um, Stella was, like, firing people, and people were going to the tabloids and telling things, and she was like, I would never tell anything, she was like, I ain't talking to no tabloids, I would never talk to no tabloids, I've been with you with X number of years, I ain't never had no problem with you, I ain't never had no problem on the tour, till Stella start with this shit, and now, everybody got a problem, so, they worked through that, um, you know, and it was basically, like, look, you know, I, Stella was like, oh, well, you know, when p- new people come on the tour, and Mariah was just, Mariah had her wine glass, and she was just looking at her like, Stella, you, everybody and you know, like, everybody that you come, that you have a problem with is not new. She, was, then she said, well, you said Steve was new too. Mariah was just kind of looking at her like, girl, you Everybody's not crazy. Like you need to just chill out. Yeah, you know? that's how she was looking at her. Like all these people having a problem with you are not new. Like just you're doing the most. Can you just dial it back a little bit? That's how she was looking at her. Um, but yeah, it's a good show if you catch it. It's a really good show. It's a yeah, good. I'm sh-
0: trying to check it out. Can't get this shit
1: to work. Yeah, it's very, it's so Mariah. It's so great. Okay. Um, so let's do real hot. Um, Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, this week was actually a good week. Did you see it?
0: Housewives, yeah. But as always, I
1: need help judging my memory. Yeah, me too. But it was the episode with um uh Phaedra and Candy finally had their sit down because uh Phaedra wanted to talk to Candy about last week when I send you Mama Joyce was like he said he was gonna blow you the fuck yeah. up <laughs> So I liked it because I felt like Candy you know I've been saying Phaedra I don't like Phaedra she phony she lied about it she's been lying since her conception just everything and Candy just finally got her out the pain about all of it and some people say Candy was wrong cause she was telling personal info but I'm like Candy over her you know what I'm saying and honestly Candy better than me cause after Phaedra pulled that shit with, with Todd and his money we wouldn't have had nothing else to say. I wouldn't have had nothing to talk about you. I wouldn't have met with you. That would have been that. So the fact that she was there at all, I'm like, well, Candy did more than I did. And, I, and you know, I just thought that because Phaedra lied. Like, the body, Phaedra one of the people that they lie so much that you ask them something simple and they just, the first thing they're going to tell you is like, like, hey, what you eat for breakfast today? They had, like, pancakes. Oh, I went and had a buffet. It's a, just, you know, like, just lied for nothing, because they just used to lying, like, nigga, you had pancakes. Why you can't just say, she's one of those people. Because, like, Candy was like, because the story before she w- went to meet with her, I guess, you know, cause, you know, Phaedra with this bomb threat, even though it wasn't a bomb threat, and, oh, but I'm not worried about it. Well, somebody came back and said that they saw um, Phaedra, and she looked like she had a bodyguard with her. And Candy was like, you why you can't just tell the truth if you're nervous about it? Why are you gonna act like it's no big deal? But you hired a bodyguard, right? She was like, "That's it. this is the type of shit I'm talking about." So then she meets with Phaedra, and she's like, "Yeah, so you know, I heard you had a bodyguard." Phaedra's like, "Oh no, I don't buy the And Candy was like, "No, you have a body like shit like that. Like, why you gotta lie about having a bodyguard?" Uh- <laughs> My parents hired that for me, that's something, Candy was like, that probably was a lie too, you know what I mean, like, you, probably, if you you either you hired a bodyguard, or that's some new nigga you messing with, either way, why, you gotta tell lies about it, right, so, Candy was just getting her off the paint the whole time, she was like, okay, we're not friends anymore, and I mean, I don't know, I thought, again, after the shit she pulled with Todd, Todd's broke, Todd, how you gonna call me broke, first of all, you owe me money, but whatever, right, I wouldn't have just, I would have just been done with that because that was unnecessary and you was talking shit on the camera and like nigga, if anybody ever pulled your card, the card would be so long, so it's like, you know, people in glass houses and shit, and I just feel like Phaedra stays in a a, a not even tempered super fragile glass house and just be rolling boulders down hills, you know, at other people and shit, and I just don't understand it
0: yeah, she absolutely does she just gets on my Like, I would, like we've said, like, Phaedra, you're a whole ass attorney, like, you're not, stop playing these stupid ass fucking games. Just the way that she handled that whole bomb thing was just It wasn't
1: a bomb. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like.
0: Like, all the PSEs and the emails and the. And the Black
1: Lives Matter. How's a nigga coming up to your office with a mixtape turning a Black Lives Matter issue, Phaedra? How? How? And Candy even said that Candy's like she's so phony. Every time you start calling her shit, she want to make it some fucking civil rights issue <laughs> or some shit. She said, but like exactly, she swears she corrupted Scott King. Like, ugh um, um, what else happened? Uh, what you call it? Had, um, is it
0: Cairo? Yeah.
1: Is that his name? Like the sir I don't know, whatever. Yeah, they had modeling. Cynthia was ready to jump his boat. Which I thought was a little funny. I was like, I don't like Sheree at all, but I was like, Cynthia, like chill out. <laughs> like, how old is that boy? Like that's not only is her son, but like she was like, Oh, he looked like Cynthia, really? <laughs> like <laughs> chill out. Like that is her son and he's like an eighteen years old, relaxed. Um
0: she couldn't
1: even hide the lust. I know, like, she, oh, lusty. I was like, Cynthia, <laughs> chill. I know you happy to be out of a relationship with Peter, but you're doing a lot right now. And
0: she's trying to find, trying to find all the rejuvenation.
1: Yeah. Um, what else occurred? Uh, something else happened with Cynthia. Uh, oh, uh, she, her broker called her and told her that the house closed, so she had to sell her house and she was happy about it. Cynthia just seemed very light and airy and just totally different out from under Peter like she's just her whole swag is switched up I feel
0: that, that house is fire
1: too yeah it's still too big for her but it's a nice house um uh did anything else happen with Kenya and Matt did anything happen with oh yeah it did whoa so her dad came, right? Yes. So what did you think about that scene? I <laughs> the whole thing at the end when her, can you talk to him on the phone and Matt showing up? Like what did you what did you think about that whole scene? Cause
0: can you just can you just work on my nerves like all together? Um and her father tell my nerves too as an extension of it. I just, i mean—but it seemed like to me the father was rooting for Matt. Like he likes Matt. Was just like man, like you need to cut the shit, and like he's aware that his daughter can be extra and over the top. Because it seemed like during the sit down, like he—the father—understood that Kenya was manipulating him.
1: No, nah, because the like, father also said what I said. Like this nigga they ain't supposed to be kicking out your windows like this. And what the fuck is wrong with nah, this nigga? Nah, nah, nah.
0: He also, it seemed like, to me at least, it seemed like he was very understanding and like the, I can see that she's doing a lot to you and you can't really deal with it. type That's that's the vibe that I got from him. Like, but you need to cut out this kick in the window shit. Like, you need to calm down.
1: I didn't get that vibe from First of all, I thought that whole shit was juvenile. First of all, is too old for that shit. To have her father, to can you talk to him on the phone? I wouldn't, Matt is the type of nigga I would never tell my father about. Because my father would be sitting in jail about that nigga and that nigga is not worth my daddy sitting in jail. I would never mention I would Mad is the type of dude you tell your friends, your boy, yo yo, this nigga right here, I need y'all to uh run up on him a little bit and just don't kill him, but please just, you know, show him, I am I want him to stop coming around here, I want him to stop fucking, I want some to kick, kick my window in, I'm trying to tell him he ain't getting the point, can y'all please let him know, and you know, don't kill him, that's I would never tell that, I would never tell my dad about that nigga, cause my dad would kill that nigga, and then my dad be sitting in jail for this dumb nigga, no I didn't get that vibe from Kenya's dad at all, what I got from Kenya's dad was look, she asked me to be here I don't know why, but I'ma be here, I'ma see what you look like um, i am a uh you know, I know uh, I'm gonna let you know not to be kicking my daughter's window out. But if y'all gonna work on this, then work on it. But if you ain't gonna work on it, you need to go your separate ways. Cause what I ain't gonna do is this shit here, and I'm already tired of hearing about you. And I, you know, I don't know. I personally, I think she need to leave you alone. But she a grown ass woman, and I can't tell her what to do. But I'm just letting you know that y'all need to get together. That's what I got from him. I I didn't get that he was sympathetic to Matt, I just got that, you know, when he was telling him look, if this is what you want, then you need to work on it, y'all need to cut out all this foolishness and if it ain't, you need to go your separate ways, cause I, what I ain't gonna be doing is this here, all the time and, and you can't be coming up and kicking her windows out and shit and, and all this shit you doing either so y'all need to figure this shit out But I just thought the whole shit was immature. Can you talk to him on the phone? And I just want you and Kenya sitting there like that shit was like y'all y'all teenagers. Like can you fifty something years old? And this nigga's like thirty. Like y'all too old for this. I I got your daddy sitting there with this shit and talk to him on the phone and he's not coming. What the fuck is this? What is he doing? I thought that shit was immature as fuck. Like, are y'all for real right now, my? I would never have did told her my dad f-
0: just come in her life. have they had it in her? Yeah, lives? her
1: dad walked. Yes, we talked about it last year. Her dad walked. Wayne there, been there a whole life. Now he trying to play dad. Whatever, whatever. Fine.
0: That, and I think that's what annoyed me too. He's like you don't even. Okay, sir,
1: you can whatever. No, I mean that's you know, it was a lot. I just thought that whole scene was immature. They was like two high school kids or something like that. Can you talk to him on the phone and tell him if he don't want to come, he don't want to come. Like. And I told you, Matt, is, Oh, you manipulating me again. Like, nigga, 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 nigga. you either going to come or you're not going to come. You know what Kenya is. You know what she does. You keep letting her set you up, and then you want to pretend like you got set up. Like, you either deal with her or don't deal with her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking, ah got time for but it,
0: she's already showing you who
1: she is, you know like, she, you know. great, right. you know she pulls stunts, you know it's never gonna be what she says it is, you know it's always gonna be something else, so you're either gonna show up, or you're not gonna show up, you keep agreeing to do this shit, and, oh, I'm not showing up, cause it's a stunt, oh, uh, then why you say it's gonna, you know, don't, don't deal with her, and I feel like that's, that's what I feel like her dad's attitude was like, look, son, I don't, you know, Kenya is what she is, I ain't getting in y'all shit, but if this is what you want, then you need to go ahead and stop acting a fucking fool, and if it ain't, then you need to go on, because I ain't gonna be doing this, that's what, that's what I got from him, and, you know, of course, that's his daughter, so he probably, you know, heard her side of the story, maybe not all his side, maybe suspect there's more to it than, than she's saying, but, you know, your dad is always gonna be on your side, even deadbeat dad like him that wasn't around, but, I just thought the whole shit was immature, high school as fuck, and I ain't understand none of it because I would have never told, had my dad there like that. My dad would have never came like that. He'd have been like, who is this nigga? Is y'all getting married? What is the problem? What why, what I need to be there for? What you can't tell him that you need me there for? Did he, did he hit you? Okay, is he threatening you? Okay, so then I don't need to be there. You know what I mean? Like, what? I ain't getting involved in y'all shit. Like, the fuck you? I ain't coming down there. I'm down there for what? You know what I mean? This nigga kicked the window. Oh, this nigga that kicked the windows out. Okay. Yeah, I go talk to him on my own. I don't need you there. You know what I mean? Like, I- right. so, yeah, nah. Um, I think that's it on that episode. Yeah, I think that's it. I feel like nothing happened with um, Mama Joyce and them, right? Nothing happened with, uh. yeah, that w- I think that was the main Thing because that Kenya shit and the Phaedra shit, but I felt like it was one other thing that. Oh, you're right. It was a um photo shoot thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we covered that. alright So let's move on to Love and Hip Hop New York. Was this week when Portia had old
0: boy over?
1: Yeah. 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 Yo, I think old boy is gay. What you think? I
0: don't know. I don't think he. I don't know. I didn't catch that.
1: Okay. He giving me sweet vibes. alright He could just be a church boy, but he give me sweet vibes. just he, he, he,
0: he giving me super sweet country
1: boy. Maybe. Um, but where I I don't where did, did 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 um Portia talk to this man about wanting to have a baby? I mean, I know they had that one little conversation, but like did he agree to all this? I feel like he didn't agree to all this. I don't
0: think so
1: to be at your mama house, and she, had him over there, like, they was engaged to be married, and I was like...
0: Yeah. He seemed very uncomfortable, like, he wanted to ask, when the hell he said that he was down for that shit, but was trying not to be rude.
1: Yeah, I felt like he was there, like, oh, I thought I was coming here to meet your mom, and I mean, I like you, and we was hooking back, but I ain't know all this, but okay, I'm going to just, you know, I ain't gonna embarrass you right now, but I was, I was like, did I miss it? Because I don't feel like he agreed to all that the Portia was talking about.
0: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he told her, "Let's take it, slow. take
1: it slow, right?" And we'll see. I mean, I, his conversation—what I got, what he was saying to her was, you know, maybe down the line if it work out, yeah, sure, I'm open to all of that. But right, right. now, we here. Right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get. Yeah, oh we yeah,
0: on the same page. Oh, oh, yeah, man, you,
1: man? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that confused me. I'm like, what did you... But see, I don't know. I, in that situation, I, I what would you have done? I, I don't... I mean, I don't know. I, that's why I was like, is he gay? Because he just was kind of not alarmed. And I would have been a little alarmed. Like, wait, man, I don't want nobody to get... I'm at your house here, beating you, eating your food, everybody real nice. And I don't want nobody to say I gay. I let anybody on and gave anybody the wrong idea. I just... <laughs> we just... We just met, we just hooking up again, we going out, we done been out a few times and you know, it's going well. All this y'all talking about though, I know about all this. <laughs> you know, what I mean that's what I yeah, don't know. I think I would I would clarify. like I would not being, you know, like rude about
0: this shit. Right. But I just like,
1: Yeah, you know, this is where we're at, this is what we do and you know, maybe we can get there. Yeah. Kind of smile. Yeah. i I'm, I'm not opposed you know. to having children. Right, I'm not opposed to having children I mean, I'm sure Portia, you know, be a, a good mom and, and wife, you know, at some point but, you know, we've been on two dates and, um, you know, it's going really well
0: and He seemed
1: like he was that I love you yeah. No, I feel like he said that on his own, that's why I'm like, is this nigga gay? Cause he seemed very, um, what's the dude I've been, uh, delivered What's the, the I've been <laughs> delivered dude, he's and he seemed very I've been delivered with it. Like, you know, maybe not all there, maybe a little slow, but just, you know, whatever he got to do was saved so somebody won't say he gay. That's
0: He's just a sweet little
1: country boy. Cause he said he had a good job and shit. Like he... Yeah, I I don't know. I was getting them I was getting delivered vibes from him. Like, girl, yes, I'll have your baby tomorrow, just as long as nobody don't say I'm gay. I'm delivered. I like girls. Can't you tell? That's how that's the vibe I was getting from him. Um, but, yeah, I, okay, yeah, that scene, I was like, his sister, her sister was sitting on, I'm like, I don't think this boy agreed to all this. They was just acting like they was just about to get married. I'm like, they have been on one date, two dates. Like, I don't get that. Portia, the same thing with the other boy, with the football player dude. Like, Portia, these niggas is just trying to, uh, run up in you. They ain't, yeah, like, you ain't, they're not looking at you like that, cause you know you a bob to them. I don't know if you know, but that's what you are. <laughs> um. All right, so, and we seen it too when she threw that shower. We seen old buddy it was all in his eyes, like, "Oh, what is all of this?" Like, I already he was looking like I already hit. I'm not all here for all this. Like, I already hit. I was just coming over here to maybe do one more time and then be out. And I don't know what all this shit right. is. All I wanted
0: um, on my birthday was your face. Right?
1: Right? And I come up in here and you got all this. I don't know what all this is. Like, every, it was just all on his face. Um, okay. So, let's move on to Love Hip Hop New York. Um... I feel like Yandy is a bird, yo. Like, this episode was just like, what are you doing? Like, she, this whole thing, first of all, we see in the news now, they're not even officially married, so you're not even a wife, but even if you was, like, she act like, first of all, I don't think them girls, I don't think either one of them, little manatee's mom, or the other little boy's mom, give a fuck about manatee. I don't get that either one of them wants to be with this nigga, the one, the, um, Manatee's, uh, mom don't give a fuck, she just be sitting there like, look, all I'm saying is, don't be picking my kid up from school and stop talking shit, that's all she's saying, the other one is like, listen, all I'm saying is, I wasn't no side chick, we had a relationship, we had a whole apartment, y'all, you came along, and y'all got married, and that's fine, I don't give a fuck, but like, you out here lying, I don't get from either one of them that they wanna be with Manatee. Yeah, hey, I don't get
0: that either.
1: And either way, he in jail. I don't know. What you think about the conversation? Like, I, I just... She was corny to me with that. With the, I'm gonna change the lease, and you was just to this, and you was just to that. I'm like, both of you just trying so hard, and both of them girls are just sitting there like, we don't care about... She twirling her ring, and I'm a wife. That's what wife do. Like, girl, nobody pressed for you and that nigga in jail. Like, you look a you look a fool.
0: I, um, for some reason I can't remember I know I saw it but I can't remember
1: she changed. she was talking to the to Samantha no, isn't Samantha's no, Samantha's Kim's daughter, right? it's the other one Yeah. I don't know the other one's name but she changed, the other girl told her last week no, I wasn't a side piece we lived together in this apartment and so Yandy took it upon herself to change the locks on the apartment which I'm not sure how she did because according to that girl according to that girl, it's her name and Manatee's name on the lease. So, sorry, yo. So, I don't know, like, how that occurred, but she got the locks changed. I locked the girl in apartment. So, the girl came to the thing. she that's right, I did it. I'm like a wife. A wife do that. Like, you sound so stupid. Like, who the way gives a fuck about that shit or that nigga? Like, what are you talking about? I just, I don't know. I think that's corny. I think she's corny. I think she's pressed about this daily bird nigga that like nobody really gives a fuck about. Um since she had yeah, his... I know for a fact that that baby mom, not Samantha, but that one, I don't know. I mean, she,
0: um, she don't give a fuck about Mandy. She just be like, I don't know, man. Like he taking care of his son, cool. Y'all got
1: it. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't. I think it's very corny, and I, I'm just like. She thinks she's saying something by being a wife. Like, nobody, neither one of them girls want to be married to that dude. And your husband's in jail anyway. So, like, congratulations, right? Um, she's just one of them people. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. Um, what else happened? What did Kim do? We always got to talk about OG Kim. She was in this episode, right? What happened? Um, oh. I can't remember these
0: fucking episodes.
1: Um, Cardi B and old boy what's his name they had to sit down well Cardi B Plant, was
0: sketch?
1: yeah. Well, she kind of apologized to him I didn't think she should have but I mean she's trying to make peace and I guess they friends or whatever but she was like look you know I just didn't like whatever shit went down but you know I you know can you forget I still want to work with you can you forgive me I didn't know what's was going to go there I just think she was basically like she was like but you know I just didn't appreciate how she was talking about me don't know me and you know I just had to let her know um, that dude, I don't know, I don't like that dude, he like, oh, I don't know, because I never thought she, whatever, he's a lame, he won't forgive her though, because it's Cardi and like, what you gonna make me, this other girl, no, um, oh, and Rich, Rich and, um, Mariah, oh, that's what happened, yo, Monice, Monise rolled up on Rich, with the, um, of a girl that he's in, he's engaged to a twenty four year old sis, you twenty four year-
0: fell fell
1: shit. Oh yeah. Monice rolled up on Rich. Rich was sitting trying to make up make um up with the twenty four year old he's dating, which like nigga, you wasting your life. Twenty four is you not supposed to
0: stand Yeah.
1: You're not supposed to be attached to no nigga at 24. You're supposed to be running through niggas and figuring out what you like and what you don't like at 24. Like, I don't know why you trying to get engaged to this old-ass fucking cornball nigga, but you are. So Moniz rolls in, talking about he been texting me, he's been FaceTiming me, he been asking me to send him shots of my uh uh privates, and I would have, but they're not sure. Moniz just rolled up on a scene which I thought was funny because Moniece is crazy as fuck an old girl was talking shit and we all know Moniece will bust your shit Moniece will rock your shit do not talk sh- she's not the one <laughs> they always trying her no she ain't hit her but the girl was talking to her like she ain't she ain't know that she would and Moniece was just like it was just giving all he'd been texting me. She was giving all the tea. Rich is sitting there acting stupid like he don't know. Whatever. But it was just a funny scene. Because I'm like, where the fuck Moniece come from out the blue? And you know she dating a girl, right?
0: Yeah, I heard. I think you showed her to me. Yeah.
1: I, and I think I don't know if she said on a reunion show. I just think it's funny they keep putting Moniece in the mix like she ain't dating a chick. But whatever. She ain't fucking dating Rich. Um. So that happened. And Rich always got a belt buckle, man. He, in every scene, he gonna have a belt buckle and it's gonna be exposed. He's such a cornball. Nigga like 50 years old. Um Mariah Lynn and... Oh, that's the other thing. This nigga Drewski, the white boy, I don't even know why he's on the show. He is so corny, bro. He dresses like he's 8. He looks sickly. He looks like you know them old like you know them old Oliver Twist movies where like they had like the old he looked like a character from one of them. Like nigga, you look hungry. You look like you need to eat or, you know, something. Like he's pale, he's pasty, he's always got that his teeth look funny, he always got that he just looks retarded. Like I'm like, why is he on the show? And that girl that that light skinned girl that he's with is way too pretty to even be with this nigga, let alone stressing over him with this other girl in this green wig who looks a fucking mess. Like, ugh. That whole story, I could do without. That whole uh, line of plot, whatever it is, I could do without.
0: Yeah, I forget that
1: he exists. He's whack. I wack.
0: didn't
1: know who he was before that, anyway. He's so whack. He's so corny. He's like every corny white dude that wear their hat to the side and try to. He be wearing them Granimal shirts and it's just be all fucking tight. In a fucking Timberlands with his hat on back. with well, yo, just your boy Drewski. Like, nigga, you are a corn ball. Ugh. And I don't know why that girl's, ugh. Um, so that occurred. Um, she rolled up, his girlfriend rolled up one old girl, what's her name, Bianca, and had some, like, bread in her bra. Talking about you a bird and threw bread at her. <laughs> Bianca was like, you a corn ball. She was like, you couldn't even find no money to throw? You gonna throw bread? Like, you came all the way down here with that with that bread in your bra? <laughs> like, you...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like you, fucking whack bitch. You couldn't do the money or something. <laughs> she was right. It was good, hundred percent correct. That shit was super corny. Like you had a fight. It was white bread too. It was like a piece of Wonder Bread. Like you cornball. <laughs> she threw it at her. You a bird? Here, eat some bread, Like, <laughs> sis. <laughs> she waited all her life <laughs> that's what Bianca said Bianca was like you waited all your life to come down here and do that shit that corny shit <laughs> she was like you should have threw some money dumb bitch <laughs> oh man she played the shit out of her um yeah so that happened um the shit with Cardi happened the shit with Yandy, shit with Yandy and um Nah, Remy wasn't on there, um, there's too many, it's too much going on, like, they need to, I could do it out the Drewski storyline, um, I could really, I could do it out, yeah. like, they could just have Remy and Cardi and, um, who else, Rich and them, or, I don't want or the other, either have Yandy's storyline or Rich and them's storyline, not both, you know what I mean? You well,
0: want keep
1: Snoop? Yeah, keep Snoop, keep Mariah. That's the other part of um, storyline they had. So Snoop broke up with with old girl, which absolutely correct. And she was trying to turn up when she broke up with. Her. I felt Snoop in that scene. Like I like Snoop. Snoop is just. <laughs> she ain't about a bunch of drama. You know what I mean? She not putting on a show. She just like, yo, I can't with you. Like you, you, you do too much. This girl talk, yo. This girl's talking. Yeah, you feeding a bitch strawberry. Like yo, it wasn't that serious. Like, what well, <laughs> she talking about these strawberries, like, like Snoop, like, I don't know, like, ate them out of pussy or something, like, what is the problem, like, what, you keep talking about these strawberries, like, it wasn't that big a deal, she said she was sorry, like, oh my god, like, so Snoop broke up with the girl, and I was like, good, cause she was stressful, she's like, man, you give me high blood pressure, and I just, I ain't, I can't do it, you know, um, so that occurred. So you you can go ahead on back to Chicago, back to your, your children now, because um this ain't going to work out. Um, right, she
0: probably of them girls that got on but,
1: like, did you let your kid back home? And that's what, um, teacher. so Snoop went to Baltimore and talked to her godmother, and that's what her godmother was saying. Her godmother was like, I don't like her, I never liked her, because she just seemed to me like somebody that was just trying to use you to come up and see what you could do for her. And, um, you know, I ain't like her. Then the shit went left, and Snoop t- talking about her grandma out the blue, or her mom, foster mom out the blue, which I ain't understand where that even came from, but...
0: Oh, I think I saw that part of her saying, like, she was born an addict, or yeah. shit like
1: that. Yeah, um, you know, I, I guess her foster mom died, or whatever, and now she buried, and I just didn't, I was like, what is this here, this part? Like, I didn't understand. It just went left so drastically, and I didn't really get it. Um Yeah, so and that Baltimore accent remains trash. Um <laughs> it's it's the worst. It's like you got when whenever Snoop's on there, you gotta like you gotta like turn everything down and concentrate real hard. Like, okay, what is she saying now? When I went <laughs> down to Baltimore, you told them to go mother because you know got like what are you say? What is that? That accent is hot garbage. It's like the worst accent. Um. yeah so I think that's all that happened on Love and Hip Hop in New York right
0: well clearly
1: I I think so I, I think old boy and Cardi cool. didn't really we gonna see next week uh, or whenever it comes on again uh, what their resolution was but dude was acting like he's a chump he's a chump um Richwood old girl broke up so she broke up with him Moniece I don't know we gonna see we gonna see what happens with that um yeah i i oh Cisco and Mariah Lynn made up that's what it was Cisco and Mariah Lynn made up. I forgot why they was fighting in in the first place to be honest, but I guess they was fighting, and Mariah Lynn was like, but
0: wasn't Cisco like
1: lying on his dick and shit? was he I can't remember I remember they had I remember she they was dating and then they wasn't but I don't remember what the beef was about. But they squashed it, and Mariah was like, "Look, you, you know, you gotta take care of yourself and be strong for yourself, and you know, whatever she was saying. Which you know, good, good for her, good for them, I guess. I um, I don't like Cisco. I think he's cornball. Um, and I think, I think if you looked up like gay dude in the dictionary, it'd be a p- picture of Cisco. Like he looks. dude seemed
0: important to me really, except for um.
1: Pat, Pat, I was about to say Pat, who was barely on the show, yeah, um, yeah, so that was that, um, alright, so we don't got nothing, no other shows is on, everything else ended, right, and we ain't pick up nothing else, we ain't doing, more, um, that's it, them, them two shows, I, th- I thought it was the third show we do, oh, I guess it was Black Ink, but they went, the new Black Ink about to start up, though, so we'll have, uh, New York trifling one, and I guess it's some, people like, oh, y'all heard about, what's up. I guess it's been some, some gossip about Duchess and, um, Caesar, but I haven't read it, do you know what it is?
0: No. Okay. So I was gonna say, though, um, speaking of other shows, you you been watching this, uh, maybe last week was the first week, Star, that show that the Empire's been on?
1: Nah, I ain't watching that shit. Oh, well,
0: it seems much better than Empire to me. Already, yeah, our first
1: episode. I'm over the singing shows. I'm. I ain't watching that shit no more. Um, nah. I watch Mariah's show. I watch. Um, I mean it's holidays now, so everything is off. Um, yeah. nah. I ain't been watching it. Uh, okay. So, all right. That's it on 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 shit we watch. Um. Um. Oh. Did you, I know you ain't see it. Did you see um on, was it on the snap? Or I guess it was originally on the snap. Um, When Rihanna, her cousin, was doing the um juju on the beat dance on the video. Uh-huh. Okay, you ain't see it. Never mind. I just, I thought it was funny because she, it was her and Leandra. Like they was coming in the house. I don't know from what, maybe they just landed or whatever. I don't know, but it was coming in the house. And they was doing the juju, you know, the dance the juju on the beat, and then it was like halfway through, and Rihanna turns and pushes Leandra. She pushed Leandra so fucking hard. Leandra went like flying halfway into the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, "Yo!" And then Leandra came running back and like just got back in the camera. But you got, you got to see it. I was like, "Yo, why did she push her? Like she pushed her so fucking hard." And it was like, I don't know, if she. She pushed her hard, but it was part of that and, like, at the moment she pushed her, I think Leandra's, like, going to jump, so her, like, she's already kind of in the air, but she pushed her so hard, I was like, yo, that was kind of mean, (laughs) Rihanna. Like, she pushed pushed her so fucking hard, and then Melissa was on the side laughing, but it was cute. They was doing the dance, like the juju on the beat dance. It was kind of cute, but I just kept watching it, like, yo, she pushed the shit out of Leandra, like, like, hard, like, launched her ass. Um, Yeah. So, shout out to Re for giving me a video and being in L.A. for Christmas. Uh, alright, so anybody got you fucked up? Um,
0: nobody in particular, but once again, fucking the weather. Um, Fuck, Saturday night was like 70 degrees, and then today it's 30
1: again. Yeah, the weather, it's been cold this week. Next week, I hear it's going to be back in the 50s. Actually, today, so I went to the movies today and I checked the weather when I left the house. And it was going to be 50. So I dressed for 50. I didn't wear a hat. I had my scarf and my regular cold, but I ain't wear my hat. It was like 50 degrees. It was not 50, it was quite cold today. So I was outside with like my ears cold and shit because I ain't had no hat on. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, this weather is crazy. We had the polar, polar vortex, I don't know, they said we had the polar vortex, but I don't think it came, I think it was just cold, because polar vortex, it was like, last year, or whenever the last time they had that shit, it was like, minus 20 degrees outside, and definitely was not that, um, but it was cold, all this week, um, I gotta check the weather for tomorrow and see what I'm aware, um, tomorrow, and I, um, I don't know if I'm going in Friday, I don't know when I told them I was starting my vacation. But it might be after tomorrow. Because I need this rest, nigga. Like, what you doing for holiday? I'm uh, probably going to be here in the house. I'm going to be in the house, my bro. I'm going to get this. I got to go to the post office uh, either tomorrow or the next day. Because I got this a bunch of shit waiting for me. One of them is the mount for this TV. So, I got to get the mount. I got to get the drill. So, I'm going to mount up my TV. And then I have, like, this money that I've saved. And... Cause I said I was gonna get myself something for Christmas, and I don't know what it's gonna be. Like I keep going back and forth on what it's gonna be. First I was like I'm gonna go down to get me a Sherling I still might do that. I don't know, or I might get one of them Sonos speakers. You know those speakers? Uh-huh. Um, I might get one of those. I don't know. I have to figure it out. But all this week I've been like buying shit and putting it in my cart and just not paying for it. Cause <laughs> I'd be like, I will uh, huh?
0: I would get the Sherling
1: yeah, I might. I mean, I got enough to do two things, so I might get that and do the other thing, too. I just... I gotta figure it out. But all this week, i just been, like, putting shit in carts and then not buying it. <laughs> like, alright, wait, um, maybe I don't need that.
0: Christmas got me broke. Like, I'm coming out of pocket, pocket for all my, um, uh, fucking supplies and shit like that. It's already running me money, and then yeah. Christmas
1: gives. Yeah, I know. Christmas is rough, but I, um... I gotta save up for, I, I said, I said I'm gonna spend what I'm gonna spend for the end of the year, and then, new year, I got some things I'm gonna save for, but it's, you know what I mean, like, it's Christmas, you gotta get yourself something, you can't just be paying, oh, I'm gonna pay bills off, like, that ain't, just not gonna work. Anyway, um, you said nobody got you fucked up, right?
0: Nah, just the weather.
1: Um, do anybody got me fucked up? I didn't go to work today, it's only Wednesday. Um, well, I guess it's kind of work-related. So, you know, it's the week before Christmas, right? Some people on vacation. Some people are not on vacation. But either way, at the end of this week, come hell or high water, we ain't, ain't nobody going to be at work till the new year, right? So, I don't know why you trying to schedule meetings with me. I don't know why you sending me these frantic emails about shit that nobody's going to worry about till next year. Like, all this week, niggas just like, oh, about such a nigga, 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 nigga. nigga. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, it can wait. It's not going to get done between today and Friday, and it's not going to get done over the next week. So why are you bothering me with it? Don't be putting shit on my calendar on fucking Tuesday about some shit that we can discuss next year. Like, that shit is annoying. Or, like, we have meetings every week about shit, and niggas always want to, like, send you email, like my, I told you my, my, um, supervisor's out on, on, um, maternity leave, right, so it's a lot of shit that, like, she was doing, or working on, or left in the air, she left me as a point of contact, which fine, but a lot of the shit, I don't know what it is, like, I don't know what she's talking about, like, she send me emails, I'm such and such, such and such, whatever, okay, cool, is it something that needs to be solved between now and Friday, no, then I don't know why you bother, you know what I mean, like, this one dude, I sent him an email, I answer him. Um, cause I don't know what he's talking about, and it's actually a top. And, and the thing is, like, because of what our function is, is very sensitive. Like, we don't we sit over everybody and we coordinate everything. So we're very careful about what we say, because if you tell any little thing, we say basically people take it and run with it, right? And they just draw all kind of conclusions and just just jump out the window with any. If we give them any bit of information before we're ready to give it to them, right? And so, because of that, because of that, like, when people hit me up, like, I don't know, like, oh, they'll be like, oh, I was working with such and such, and they'll give me all the detail, but I don't really know, like, I don't really know what y'all were working on and what I can say and what I can't say, and so I just try to keep it clean and keep it, you know, all right. You know, I'll read through the emails and be like, okay, this is what I can say, and I'll respond with what I can say because I don't want to say too much because, like, it's to the point where, like, right now we're writing job descriptions for, like, positions that we have to bring on. And it's to the point where, like, if you tell somebody, okay, well, you know, right now we're working on job descriptions. Niggas like, oh my God, are people getting fired? Are we bringing new people? Am I going to get a supervisor? Am I going to get moved? It's like shit like that. Like niggas be just be jumping out the window with anything we fucking tell them, right? It's like, nigga, we just doing job descriptions for these positions we need to fill that been needed to be filled for the past year. It ain't, you know, so we just... And then we'll have to have all kinds of calls and meetings and town halls and shit about this shit. So we'll be trying to just, like, keep shit tight, right? All this week, motherfuckers emailing me, trying to put, like, i that's rude to me. Like, don't just try to put something on my calendar. If, if you send me an email and you ask me something or whatever, you talk to me, whatever, and I give you an answer or whatever, your response, don't try to, oh, well, I'm just going to put something on the calendar so we can discuss this. Nigga, I didn't agree to have no meeting with you. I didn't agree to discuss shit with you. I told you what I told you, and that was it. If you want to have a, if you need further information, then you ask me. Is it okay if we have this meeting? And I could tell you no. You know what I'm saying? He sent me the first one. I rejected it. Then he sent me another one with like I, so I, I rejected it again. And I was like, look, you got any further questions? Send it, and I um, send them to my boss. So he does it to my boss. He tries to put a, a meeting on my boss's calendar. My boss rejected it, and was like, I don't know what this is, I don't have enough detail, maybe you should talk to um, my VP, so he finally talked to my VP, and my VP told him the same thing, I told him, my VP gave him more information, which is fine, like, he knows more what to say than I say, so he sent him, like, this slide, I'm like, okay, cool, like, I wasn't gonna send you that slide, because I don't know if I'm supposed to send you that slide, and I don't know what you're gonna do with that slide, he wanna send it to you, he can send it to you, he knows what's going on, I don't, cool. But, like, shit like that, like, yo, this, this, these, it's a huge company, and it's, like, we coordinate globally, so we coordinate people all over the world, and these motherfuckers sometimes, like, oh, my God, they be a pain in the ass, like, every little thing you say, niggas take and run, and they jump out the window, and it's a lot, it's a lot, it's, you know what I mean, like, today, we have meetings, like, sometimes early in the morning, because there'll be meetings with Europe, So you be on the phone like seven eight in the morning having a meeting. These motherfuckers though, it's three four o'clock where they at. So they've been working all day and like we just waking up. (laughs) Be like on the phone on ten and we be like, yo, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Like what you talking about? Like you've been working all day. We just woke up. (laughs) Yeah, the downside of like trying to coordinate
0: shit overseas.
1: So that's who got me fucked up, man. Just like yo, oh, everybody chill out. We gotta, we gonna have enough doom and gloom and, and urgency and problems of 2017. D- today is Wednesday. Please don't just t- everybody chill out. Just relax. Ain't nothing gonna get done till next year. So just relax, everybody. Um, all right, y'all. So okay, we made good time. Um, anything else you want to bring up?
0: Nah, I just want to thank everybody for um, giving us a successful year. Um, we've definitely grown a lot in this year, so. Uh,
1: and we will continue to grow and bring improvements. And like I said, we're gonna hype up our sound. But you know, we we produce this ourselves. We're independent, so you gotta work with our pockets. Our pockets gotta work with us. But we get in there. Yeah,
0: shout out to whoever uh, sent us a tweet that was like. Um, Appreciate
1: y'all for being independent. I mean, sir, if you got five on it, like. I'm about to say, that's not our goal. <laughs> our, goal is, our goal is not to be independent. That's just our status at this time. But it's not our yeah, goal. Like, if
0: you got five on it. You want to put some money up?
1: I mean, hey. Um.
0: Uh, yeah I just want to thank everyone all our listeners all our fans everybody that interacts with us we
1: appreciate you yeah thanks for the listeners we every week we got more and we appreciate y'all and we like y'all and thanks for sending us the love again if y'all can follow so she's gonna give you the information follow us on twitter we appreciate it um I don't know just make our shit look live I think we got 117 right now which is cool but like my personal twitter I got like 2600 so it's not oh you
0: famous nigga I got like, I don't even got
1: a thousand 26 is not a lot and I it's it's a lot listen I don't know how niggas with like 10,000 and 15, I don't know how y'all do that shit cause niggas right now with this little 26 get on my nerves and my mentions on my nerve but I gotten better with it at just ignoring it like I just, every now and then I'll respond like to I mainly respond to people that like have clearly don't have not read my timeline and have clearly just are responding to one text I, and don't even know what the fuck it's even in reference to and will, resp- and will like tweet some shit i respond to them just because I think that's stupid and not what Twitter is about. (laughs) So, I'll respond to them, but for the most part, I've learned to just ignore people. Like, I got a bunch of Aaliyah stans in my mentions today because of some Aaliyah tweet from days ago. These losers that, you know, searched, assist the other day. I guess, I don't even know what she searched on dreads, I guess. Jumped in my mentions about some shit I tweeted about Rihanna, uh, what's her name? Sarah Paulson touches Rihanna. I've tweeted that shit weeks ago. Like, what kind of loser are you that you are jumping on you this? Are like, you a fucking weirdo. Like, what are you talking like, about? Like, oh my God. So, but lately, though, I just don't respond at all. I just, I'll just scroll past it. If you, if you bug me too much, I'll block you. If you just, if, if I don't want to, like, you, you know, you cool, you just been tweeting on my nerves lately, I'll mute you. Um, oh, I know what I meant to tell you. I didn't, have I talked to you since I went to uh, the, the holiday party for Combat Jack? I didn't, so, or did I? So it was funny because that episode we were talking about Jamila Lemieux and her interview on the Breakfast Club, and I met her that night at the party, like, nice. that night at the party I met her, and I told, and I actually told her what I said on the show that I, I um, actually I met her the day before we recorded that so maybe I didn't mention it, anyway, I just wanted to say I met her and I told her, you know, that it was a good interview or whatever, well, for y'all that don't know, we're referring to um, when she and the other young lady went on the Breakfast Club, referring to um, the whole yeah, responding to the whole Charlamagne having that white girl on the show and all that, anyway um, that was a good party, I'm, um, I met a, a, a lot of cool people there and, um, you know, thanks for having me alright y'all, go ahead, go ahead and give out our information
0: Alright, y'all. So, uh, peace to y'all. Um, reach out to us on our uh, Gmail during the break. You know, hit us up with anything. Um, thanks for asking Podcast at gmail.com. Also, the podcast Twitter. We know y'all hit us up on our individual Twitters, and that's cool, but we're try, really trying to steer everybody to the podcast when we can, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G. Not saying don't contact us, but we're really
1: trying to just concentrate our traffic. Just follow um, us so we could look like, uh, you know. We got some followers and <laughs> shit. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Only we
1: coming back week New Year? Um again, uh schedules are getting tight. Like we we'll probably take a break this week, right? I don't know. We'll see. We might pop up with a surprise uh one for y'all, but D- yeah but consider this like our official like end of 2016 uh episode if we have another one it might be like a special edition or, like a holiday or something like that but um if, and if if we don't everybody Merry Christmas Happy New Year we'll be on the tweets so you know we ain't like going dark or nothing like that um so everybody enjoy the holiday word alright peace uh,
0: we didn't get a title
1: oh what you want to call it? What episode is it? 85? 85, yeah. Uh, and I
0: had, I wrote down, yo, ass, my face. What we you talking
1: about, Portia and Duke. Uh, <laughs> I don't have shit <laughs> What was that for? Yo, ass, my face. What were we talking about?
0: Yeah. We talking about uh, Portia and Duke. Like, how he was <laughs> sitting there like,
1: man, I just was here to hit it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Alright, what else do we see? You know what, fuck it. Yo, ass on my face. That'll work. (laughs) Because I can't think think of nothing else. Alright. Alright, y'all. Episode 85. Yo, ass on my face. Only if you're cute. Alright. Peace. Bye, y'all.